the Italian Wine Podcast is the community-driven platform for Italian wine geeks around the world. Support the show by donating at italianwinepodcast.com. Donate five or more euros and we'll send you a copy of our latest book, My Italian Grape Geek Journal, absolutely free. To get your free copy of My Italian Grape Geek Journal, click support us at italianwinepodcast.com or wherever you get your pods. Grazie mille. Official media partner, the Italian Wine Podcast, is delighted to present a series of interviews and highlights from the 2023 Wine to Wine Business Forum, featuring Italian wine producers and bringing together some of the most influential voices in the sector to discuss the hottest topics facing the industry today. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday at 3 p.m. or visit theitalianwinepodcast.com for more information. Hello, this is Cynthia Chaplin. I'm here at Wine to Wine Business Forum. And today I have the pleasure of having Federico Moretti with me. He's the sales director of Cantina Pro Vima, the produttore di Martellica in Marche. And he's come all the way here this morning to spend some time with us talking about uh, Verdicchio di Martellica. So thank you for coming. Thanks to you for uh, giving us the opportunity to speak to all your clients and customers and about uh, our company. It's a pleasure to, to give you the opportunity to know something about the oldest winemaker of Verdicchio in Martellica area. So Provima is the acronym of uh, Produttori Vinicoli di Martellica. So we are the Produttore di Matelica, is the new name that we have. The company was founded in 1932. So we are proud to have the history. Uh, in, the oldest cantina yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in Marche, I think. Uh, about, about Verdicchio, in years we have uh, different uh, companies that uh, has been producing wine uh, in uh, more time than us. But uh, in Matelica area, yes, we are the oldest because our companies was created close to the railways. Because in the 30s, you know, uh, the grapes arrived by train and after one year they left with the train too. During the last uh, 10 years, the company is changing a lot because uh, we are moving from, you know, the bulk wine to the bottled wine. And um, it's an important change. That's, yeah. a, that's a big difference because I know that you were producing around 7,000 hectoliters, yeah. but only bottling about 25% of yeah, that. Yeah, it's great, yeah. So everything else was in the bulk market. Yeah. And what's the future? How are you changing? How much more do you expect to be bottling? Yeah, about the um, the wine in the bottle, we think that the Verdicchio, especially, has a great uh, aging, you know, as you know. So it's, It really um, does, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. So we have to push... Uh, to put the wine inside the bottle and to wait. It's not easy for the white wine in Italy. Now, as you know, on the red side, you have uh, a lot of uh, well-known brands and, uh, and wines that uh, you can put uh, and uh, forgot to have the, this wine in your wine cellar. But with the white wine, it's not, too, it's not so common, but uh, we think that with the Verdicchio di Matelica, and yes, it's true, but with our Verdicchio di Matelica, with our Reserva, for example, we can wait at least 10, 15 years. I completely agree. So for our listeners who, who don't know the difference between Verdicchio di Iesi and Verdicchio di Matelica, Matelica is more inland and yeah. higher above the sea level. So yeah. um, a different style of wine emerges, much different texture yeah. and this interesting polyphenolic grip and the ability, as you say, to age. So yeah. I am on board with this project because I really like aged Verdicchio. Uh, so the wine that you chose today is Materga, Verdicchio di Matelica, DOCG, 2020. Yeah. yeah. So what is it about this wine that you think is the most representative of Provima, of Produttori di Matelica? Yeah, which is uh, this wine because uh, we think of that with the Reserva, we, we can, 
it can give the opportunity to the, the consumer to to have the to feel what it means to have a, a verdicu di Metallica, a historical one. And about the Materga, we can start from the name. Materga is the name as as the center of Metallica is called from the, the oldest people Metallica. Oh, okay. So Materga is the name of Metallica. And uh, in our company, we choose to give, uh, to use the, the oldest vine that we have, usually from 50 up to 60 years old. So we have a lot of production directors and uh, we used to produce around 8,000 bottles per year. In this year, for sure, will be <laughs> lower the number. It's lower everywhere yeah, this yeah. year. We all have to just face it. It was a terrible summer. Yeah. I live in Valpolicella, ah, so okay. I so understand you know the problems. And so you, we use the oldest vine because we have uh, enough production per hectare in comparison with the other area, but uh, the quality is very, very good. How high above sea level are you in your vineyards? Uh, usually about Materga, we are 450 meters above the sea level. You know, Metallica, the high valley starts around 350, and then you can reach the 600. But, you know, most of the vines are around 400, 450. And overall, um, Proditori di, di Metallica, how many hectares do you have together? We have a number of hectares. Right, so, okay. Yeah, so yeah. there's a lot to work with. Yeah, we have a lot to work, and we are we are the second producer of Metallica with uh, the volume that we produce here every year. And you... You give a good information about the difference between Metallica and Yesi. Yesi is 10 times Metallica in the production, in the number of companies. You know, in Metallica, we are around uh, 14, 15 companies, so not so much. And that's why I think people don't know that much about it, and they don't know why it's different. Yeah. So that's why we're here today, to yeah. make sure people <laughs> learn about this. And yeah. Verdico from Metallica is very interesting yeah. uh, and very delicious. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you, You've got how many growers in your co-op? We are, you know, the official number, we are around uh, around 100. But uh, if you are going to go inside the number, we have uh, five producers that has the most uh, part of the, the production. This is why we used to to choose the right producer to put the wine in the bottle. Right. Because we have to control the full chains from the grapes uh, to the, the bottles. This is why with the... The four biggest producers that we have that are part of the governance of the company, we can manage and control all, all the chain. Exactly. And you've been organic since 2017. So that takes some controlling as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, we are now we have the 60, 65% of the vines that are organics. And uh, we are moving to be all organics. But, you know, as coping zones, it's not so easy. It years. takes time. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. usually takes about five years. Yeah, to... usually, yeah, yeah. we have to, to wait and we have to, to move all the, the producer to the organics. And you have to have only organics inside your company. So it needs, uh, it takes time. Well, let's talk about the wine. So yeah. if, if I were pouring this wine into my glass right now, what would I see? What would I smell? How does it taste? Tell uh, me all about it. Yeah, it's very interesting about you. We can start from what you see. You can see uh, a gold wine. You can feel the goldness of this wine. This is, this is why, yeah, it's 2020. But uh, the most important thing is the aging that happened uh, for one year in uh, concrete tanks, cement. Right. So we use the, the concrete made in 1932. So there are 91 years that we use this, uh, these containers. And, uh, you know, the, the cement give to the, the wine uh, a very, very interesting side. And you can start from the look because as you, as you can see, you know, it's like uh, it's 2020, but you feel that it's more... 
uh, gold. <laughs> more oxygen. Yeah, more, yeah, yeah. More time with yeah, with yeah. air. But it's interesting. I I think a lot of people outside of um, Italy, outside of Europe. This notion of having old concrete tanks is something that people don't really think about. We see a lot of them being made now, especially the egg shape, all different yeah, things. Yeah. So what size are yours? Yours are 100 years old. What size are they? We have different sizes. Uh, usually we have 100 uh, hectoliters up to 600, but we, with 600 we have only two. So most of them are uh, 100, 150 hectoliters. Okay. So... This wine is it a is it a blend or are you using only one crew vineyard? Yeah, it's only one crew. It's one hundred percent Verdicchio, Verdicchio mm-hmm. di Metallica. It's it's uh, it's coming from an endemic harvest, and uh, you know we we put the, the grapes inside a soft pressing a machine, and then we use uh, to put the the grapes with uh, with the wines for 20 30 minutes with the skin to get the most complexity that we can reach in the inside of the, the glass and there's the, where the texture comes in yeah. because it's really different so let's talk about how it tastes and how it smells the smell it's very interesting and you have a, a good complexity because uh, you can get start from like uh, from the fruity the dried fruity but you can go to the spicy and uh, it's this movement is very interesting with the uh, year by year of the aging. So we are going a lot of, of on the spicy side. It's very, very fascinating and interesting. And if you put uh, the wines in your mouth, you can taste it and you can feel for sure the salt that you have in Metallica is the characteristic of the Verdicchio di Metallica. A little bit salty in your mouth, a very, very long persistence. This is a good characteristic and the acidity for sure. Of course. <laughs> and usually that nice green almond in the finish. So yeah, yeah. such an interesting wine. What would you normally eat with it if you were at home in Matelica? About the pairing of the, the Reserva, uh, usually we say you can pair this wine, but you can drink this wine alone. Especially if you have an old vintage of this wine, because you can, uh, it's like meditation wine, huh? because if you have uh, a 2010, maybe you can drink it alone. But usually with the normal food, you can pair with, the, I think, like the, a salt fish. Oh, yes, right. Of course. Like salt cod, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but on the white meat too. So if right. uh, you have a rabbit, uh, if you have a good chicken, it's great. Yeah. You can Perfect. pair it. You have wine because the structure is very, it's not an easy wine. So you have to, to pair with food with a good structure. And you have a little bit of acidity. So if you have some wet, it's not a problem. Exactly. It would be great. That's why I think it's so versatile. You can have a creamy sauce. You yeah. can, it will work with things. So, yeah. Well, you're the sales director. So, are you exporting? Where's yeah. it going? Where's your main market? Yeah, our main market, you know, we are exporting the 35% of the sales. So, our focus is still in Italy, but we are going a lot because uh, uh, we start with a new sales network uh, three years ago. So, after the COVID. And after that, we push a lot of in Italy, Italian markets. So now we have uh, 30 agents in Italy and around outside Italy, we have uh, our main market are in Germany, in the UK, in uh, Albania. We starting with USA and then uh, in, uh, in Japan and Singapore. Fantastic. So what's the goal over the next couple of years, the next three to five years? What do you want to achieve? Yeah, He's yeah. smiling at me. I want to hear what, you, what you're hoping to do. Yeah, yeah you know, about the, the goal that we want to reach. The first is that we have moved the most part of the wine from the bulk to the bottle. This is our focus. About the numbers, for sure, that companies live on the number. We are pushing a lot of the exports because Italy, we are, we are getting good results. But what we feel is that we can push to sell our wine outside Italy. Yeah, so. I agree. I think 
there's this concept just coming into into the market of Italian fine white wines. Yeah. As you said, lots of people know about Italian red yeah. wines that are in the fine wine category. But Verdicchio, uh, things like Fiano, that have this ability to age and to really improve in the bottle over time. We need to get that story out that aging Italian white wines is is a really interesting thing to do. And some of them really merit it, which this one yeah, definitely yeah. does. We have to educate the consumer now. We have to give the, the people the opportunity to, to think and to know what Verdicchio means. And, uh, but it's not easy, for sure. We, we, we have to work all the companies over their Verdicchio area all together to, to give this because not only Produtto di Matelica can, uh, you know, educate the uh, Americans consumer. <laughs> exactly, sure. exactly. Well, I know that people are going to be listening and they'll want to come and see you. Can they come and visit in Matelica? Sure. How do they find you? Have you got a website, social media? Yeah, sure, sure. Tell everybody how to find okay, you. Okay, sure. Uh, Matelica, you know, we are in Mark region. I forgot to give you the most important things because we start I from Mark. I said that at the beginning. <laughs> Matelica is in Mark. Yeah, because Mark is, you know, is, uh, we are in the center of Italy. It's not a well-known area, but is very nice. I'm, I'm from um, Marco region, but uh, about Matelica, it's a very, very beautiful area. So you can drink good wines, but you can feel uh, what the, it's like a, a small Tuscany because you have a very good hill and the mountain is not so, so high, but very, very fascinating. And, uh, you know, we can reach uh, our company, you know, we have website is uh, www.provima.it So Provima, yeah. Proditori Vinicultura di Matelica, yeah. P-R-O-V-I-M-A. Yeah, right. And about the social Produttore di Matelica on Instagram and Facebook, we are. Perfect. That's great. Well, I love market too. You can ski in the morning and be at the beach in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> it's one That's of right. my favorite places. I don't think we should tell anyone how great it is because at the moment, not too many tourists. Yeah. But I think now people will want to come more. Most so welcome. Thank you so much Thanks for coming and talking to us about Materga because it sounds like the most remarkable wine. I'm looking forward to trying it. Thanks to you. Thank you so much, Federico. Bye-bye. Listen to the Italian Wine Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Himalaya FM, and more. Don't forget to subscribe and rate the show. If you enjoy listening, please consider donating through italianwinepodcast.com. Any amount helps cover equipment, production, and publication costs. Until next time, cheat cheat.